the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Uh, today is uh, Sunday, August the 28th, and we are here to handicap an eight-game card, just a little one, for Monday, August the 29th. Uh, joining me this evening is Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Enjoying my last few days here down in Tampa, enjoying the weather. Uh might want to fade me now. 0-3 on the day. Uh, Giants looking bad. 0-4, so not looking good. No. Yeah, a little bit of a struggle for you, mate. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that I always... Because of how I put my picks into tally site, I was just experiencing it. But I tend to see my week goes from Monday to Sunday. Right? Instead of doing it on a rolling... Like, you boys seem to... You're hot and cold over one or two nights. So I had a really bad night on Monday. So I've been trying to catch up ever since. But I don't know why I don't just, like, just don't write Monday off as a bad job and then come back on Tuesday. But I was still... It took me till Wednesday or Thursday to get back to sort of 48 49%. Um, so I'll have to see how I get over. I did hit my lock and my dog last night. Nice. Um, the Cleveland Guardians did me proud at a big price, plus 163, I think, um, Cleveland... But yeah, it's been a. There's games as we speak. There's been a lot of afternoon games. There's been quite a lot of runs scored as well, uh, and a few weird results. The Tigers have scored nine, wow. and um, yeah, the Rays put twelve on the Red Sox. The Angels have swept the Blue Jays, and um, the Pirates have shut out the Phillies. And wait, wait, uh, Malcolm, that, and you have the yes. Blue Jays in your top ten in the power rankings. Oh my Get, god. Oh, you're still new, Star. You sound like... Did this mood off put you up to this? No, I just... I read the conversation before we went live, and I love it how you go, You go. well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I can't argue with that right he now. He is right. No, once you get that... In uh, isolation, he made a very good point, and I couldn't argue with him. But again, I'm just looking at the, the overall record of what? The, the record is uh, 5-4. They've got a winning percent. The 540, which is way above the twin. He said, if you, you've got no AL Central teams in there, and I haven't, uh, the Blues have got a better record than any of the AL Central teams. Uh, Minnesota are four and six in the last 10, where Toronto were, well, they were seven and three before today when I did those power rankings. I mean, who else are you going to put in there? They're really, they're, there was no options. You're looking at, I managed to squeeze Baltimore in for the first time, in at number wow. 10. Yeah, I know, but the teams who were playing well recently, I mean, tech, you can't put Texas in there. So, yeah, I'll stick, I'll, uh, I'll stick to my have, guns there. Do you there, have Seattle higher than them? Seattle were up there, yep. Um, the, okay. What Dylan, if you don't know what Dylan's talking about, is the uh, the MLB gambling podcast power rankings, which you stick out on Twitter and uh, Reddit normally gets a good reception over on um, Reddit once a week. So, 
and it's it's been the source of a lot of conversation on those platforms. Uh, Johnny gets involved, and we often we give each other as much stick as everybody else. Yeah, I had um, Seattle in it one, two, three, four, five, sixth. Um, Seattle in at six this week, Dylan. So is that all right? I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's good right there, Seattle. I'm looking at yours right now. I don't want to spoil anything, but you, I, I agree with the public. You got to put one AL Central team in. They got to put the Guardians. They, they're leading the division right now. I don't know about the Twins. They're playing good ball right now, but that, that's about it. You got to put one of them in, you know? Yeah, well, when I was asked the question, I did say the Guardians were 11th. So, uh, okay. And also, it's good for the debate, isn't it, Dylan, to yeah, keep it... Yeah. Um, you know me, I'm not... Uh, I like to try and rattle a few cages and when everyone's zigging, I will zag. That's just my yep. just my thing. Um, and this is the first time we've recorded since I repeatedly took the New York Yankees to be behind on the first five to the Oakland A's on sort of Wednesday and Thursday night and... Uh, Ever since, and then tonight, of, of course, because we don't record last night, uh, the Athletics are currently what two nothing up, I think, in the uh, in the top of the fourth against the Yankees. So yeah, sorry, four nothing, top four. So I did say at one point this series, the A's would get their nose in front, uh, and we're probably a decent price to do those. So yeah, loads of loads of stuff going on. The, the finishing lines round around the corner now. It's not long till we enter September, and the the playoffs are coming. The Mets this week. Um, this Rocky series hasn't been as straightforward as it really should have been. Even the games they've won, they kind of fell over the finish line and then they've lost one to nothing tonight. So what do you, what you got to tell me about the Mets? Yeah, so the Mets, they're, they're barely getting by against a Rocky team that they should... If, if you're favored by 400 with DeGrom, Scherzer 300, even with Bassett, they, were fin- they closed out at like a, a 300 price. So they should be blowing this team out and they're just not hitting. I know they just... Um, activated Eduardo Escobar back from the IL, so it's good to get him back. But these bats got to come alive. And like you said, they're winning, but they're winning by the skin of their teeth. They're not going to be able to compete against ball clubs that could put runs on the board. So they, they got they got to wake up their bats, and we got about 30 games left. We got a whole month left. Yeah, um, shares are held them scoreless for six over six innings tonight through 11 strikeouts, I think it was. Um, and the Mets couldn't do anything for him. It had shades of um, those that run of games when DeGrom had to get his own RBI, so they never won. So. Um, like we said, just eight games tomorrow, so quite a short card. And we will start with, uh, there's no day games, uh, 6.40pm Eastern is the first game of the day and it is the St. Louis Cardinals at the Cincinnati Reds where Miles Mikolas will go for St. Louis. Uh, for the Cincinnati Reds, I believe it's Chase Anderson. A uh, bit of a blast from the past. I thought I'd clicked on uh, a cached page um, from 18 months ago when I saw his name up there. But Chase Anderson will go on debut for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. St. Louis are minus 205, Cincinnati plus 175. Totally error set at 9.5. Um, how's your uh, up-to-date knowledge on Chase Anderson, Dylan? Not, nothing to extend. I, I know this is only his – he's making his first start of the season, but he was up at the majors last year, I remember, to be honest. So he was really up and down. He's not kind of a guy I want to back, especially against one of the best-hitting teams. So – Mikolas, he's one and one against. Uh, that's who I have going for the Cardinals. Uh, that's right, yeah. 
<clears throat> he's one and one against the Reds this year. He did lose the game that was on the road, but I think this could be a revenge spot for him and the Cardinal and the Cardinals because most of uh, most part of the Cardinals have owned the the Reds this season for the most part. So I think the Cardinals are a hotter team right now. They're a much better team than the Reds. So they, they need to win this game, and I think they do. So give me the run line here. Cardinals minus one and a half. Yeah, it was quite hard to handicap really with Chase Anderson. Um, I think was released by the Phillies last year. That was kind of the last involvement I've seen. So he's obviously been on the books at the Reds and been uh, thrown down in AAA. And the Reds have been going along uh, not too bad as well. They've been relatively competitive in games. They've been scoring a few more runs uh, than they had been. I think I had Kyle Farmer uh, to hit a bomb last night, which he did before I went to bed. So um, they've been going okay. I think, I think this can go over because I do expect St. Louis to be able to put, oh, maybe half a dozen runs up at least. In which case, you want Cincinnati to contribute a few. So um, it was a tight. I found it tonight's card, Dylan, really hard to handicap. Um, I've only came down on the side of one team, I think. I've got a run line and then a load of totals. It was a, it was a really tricky card. There's quite a lot of, there's one decent pitching matchup in there. I'm oh, sorry, two decent pitching matches up. And the rest's all, there's a lot of bits and bobs going on tomorrow. And this was the first example of it. So I've struggled with a strong lead. I think St. Louis' run line was an angling, but I do think we can get it over nine and a half in this one. Because Cincinnati have been scoring a few runs uh, of late. So I think they can chip in and help St. Louis get this to over nine and a half. Next game is the 640 Eastern first pitch. The LA Dodgers at the Miami Marlins. Uh, Tony Gonsolin will go for the Dodgers. And Pablo Lopez is the pitcher for the Miami Marlins. The Dodgers are short, minus 255. Uh, Pablo Lopez, plus 215 for the Marlins. And the total here is set at seven. Tony Gonsolin has a record of 16-1, and one, uh, which is quite remarkable. That's crazy. Isn't it? Absolutely nuts. It looks like on my book I've written 16 to 1. If I do, when I do make notes on the horse racing and stuff, it looks like Gunsland 16 to 1, just because it's such an unusual number to see written down next to a pitcher's name. Uh, but he's not, he's 16 and 1. Um, has an ERA of 2.10. He's pitched 128 and one third with 116 strikeouts. Uh, Pablo Lopez is 8 and 8, 366 ERA, 140. Innings pitched 136 strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, Gonsolin's numbers are what you'd expect him to be. He's actually getting better. He's bringing his ERA down from that two. That 2.10 is uh, decreasing. He's 5-0 and in his last five starts. 157 ERA in that spell. He had a little blip at Colorado. And when he called it, I think it was three earned runs. It's, in Colorado, it's actually probably a successful outing. Um, and uh, overall, a 266 road ERA. Uh, Pablo Lopez, on the other hand, has been struggling. We commented that he might be thought maybe getting a little bit fatigued. I think the, his last um, turn through the rotation, I can't remember who I was on the pod with, but we said we, we wouldn't have been surprised if a little spell on the IL uh, turned up for Pablo Lopez. He did bounce back last time out, but it was against Oakland and I think I could um, throw six scoreless against Oakland. So you've got a decision to make with Pablo Lopez, whether or not that bounce back was genuine and he can do it against a good team, which he's more than capable of, or was it just because it was Oakland? So that's the tricky um, thing here. 
the Dodgers until tonight, in fact, until quite late tonight, the Marlins had kept them relatively quiet in the series. They hadn't scored a gazillion runs. Um, I think they beat them eight to one tonight, uh, and they scored quite a lot of runs in the in the ninth inning there. Um, I've got the under down on this one. Again, not a strong in. What I'm what I'm doing is I'm picking Lopez to be able to get back to what he has been. I'm going to give Lopez one more. Like um, the Marlins are going to score many runs. They don't score many anyway. They certainly won't score many off Gunston. So the Dodgers will have to do all the heavy lifting here. And I think Lopez can hold it together enough for this to stay under seven, Dylan. Yeah, I know the under is low at seven, but I think it's for good reason. I'm going to go under as well. I got it at minus 105. Two good pitchers in Goslin and Lopez. Goslin, like you mentioned, undefeated on the road. He's only allowed 19 runs in 64 innings. In his last three away games, he's only allowed four runs in 18 innings. I know Lopez, he hasn't been the best last month, but after the Marlins won that, uh, after they win the game, their next game, 56 0.9%, basically 57%. The next game are towards the under. So I, I think regression might come for the fish. As for the Dodgers, when they're on the road, they're a dead under team on the road. 25, 34, and 5, 58% towards the under. So I, I think we see another low scoring game. Give me the under seven. Um, I heard a great stat today. There are two teams that aren't on the card, actually, the Braves and the Mets, um, haven't lost on the same day since the All-Star break. Wow. Um, they've both, yeah, they've uh, won wins. I think that if the Braves lose, the Mets are 11-0. and um, If the Mets lose, the Braves are 10-0. and They just keep getting into each other. It's uh, it's clutch. It's clutch performance. It's probably coincidence. Uh, but there's a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of monster mentality about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do keep they keep picking up those wins um, the lines we're giving you tonight uh, are from our headline sponsor at the win bet um, you can get your $100 bonus um, at the win bet bet 100 get 100 um, the win bet casino open 24 hours a day as well and reduced juice in the baseball games makes it the best place um, to bet MLB as well at the moment sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet is the place to go to claim your free bet sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet. Offer subject to change. Tees and tees at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where plaything one bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. An odds trader as well. Really great new tool um, for DGENs like us. Uh, Odds trader will compare... And contrast odds from all your sports books. Uh, they'll give you different sign-up codes, promotions, and they'll also give you things like player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and um, projected game day weather. So oddstrader.com slash bluewire is the place to go. Oddstrader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Next up on this card is uh, 7.07. Eastern first pitch between the Chicago Cubs and the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, where Javier Assad will take the hill for the Chicago Cubs and Jose Barrios will go for the Toronto Blue Jays. The Cubs here are plus 190. Uh, the Blue Jays are minus 225. Totally here is set at nine and a half. Uh, Dylan, tell us a little bit about Javier Assad. Don't panic when I disappear off screen. I need to go and plug my laptop in. I'll be about 15 seconds. You say things. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Javier Assad, he's only making his second start of the year, but I don't know. I, he, he just tendency. He doesn't go too long in this game. 
It's going to be another run line play for me, Malcolm. Uh, give me the Blue Jays on the run line, minus one and a half. Now, I, I know we've talked about Jose Barrios' home and away splits, and he's a guy you want to back in Toronto and not on the road. Out of his 13 starts at home this season, the Blue Jays have won 12 of those. And of those 12 wins, the Blue Jays have covered the run line in nine of those games. So, I, I like the chances here with the Blue Jays against Javier Assad. Like I said, he's only making his second start of the year. I don't think he'll be able to go long in the game. I trust the Blue Jays' bats to wake up. Give me the Blue Jays minus one and a half. Um, I'm going to pretend I'll agree with everything that I just didn't hear you say there while I was busy going and plugging my laptop in. I don't know what to do with this at all. Um my instinct is to not want anything to do with the Blue Jays. Having about five minutes ago, I had a conversation about the Blue Jays being in my power rankings and then also at the same time having swept by the, being swept by the Angels. And I just I thought Assad could go okay here. Obviously, only pitched four innings, but he did manage four scoreless innings. Um don't know what to do with this at all, Dylan. Absolutely no idea. What was your what was your pick there, mate? Uh, my pick was Blue Jays minus one and a half. I, and if I were to, I do lean under, but it's my my total is at nine point four, so it's right at the number. And maybe you want to look first five innings under because Assad he doesn't go long. And if if you do think he's going to be able to be limit the Blue Jays bats, maybe the first five is a better play than the whole game. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, just looking at the stand then, Chicago struggle against the better teams, the Cubs. The Cubs can beat up on some teams around them, but the the um, the, the stronger, the, the teams with the plus 500 record, the Chicago Cubs do struggle against. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I will, uh, I'll make the, I'll make the bright decision to, uh, to back your judgment here, Dylan. Um, I, th- I did lean towards the over, but again, the Rockford lines are normally pretty good as well. So um, I think the safest bet here uh, would be the Toronto Blue Jays on the run line. Next up is a 7-4 Eastern first pitch between the Boston Red Sox and the Minnesota Twins, where Brian Bellows back. He was my guy months Your ago. Boy, yeah. Uh, yeah, for the Boston Red Sox and Dylan Bundy. Is on the hill for the Minnesota Twins. Boston Red Sox plus one thirty-five. Uh, the Minnesota Twins here are at minus one fifty-five. Um, total is set at nine. Are you giving my boy a chance here, Dylan? Yeah, actually, I, I do see some value in them. So I only made the Twins a minus one forty favorite. So if the Red Sox get up to a plus one forty, I think there's some value there with the Red Sox. But I'm gonna go under nine in this one. I set my total at eight point seven. That, like I said, that was really the only play I had a strong opinion about. Bundy has had one start against the Red Sox this year, and he was great. He went five innings. He only gave up one run in, in a Twins win. Now, I've known I've I've given Bello a rough time and some shit, but he hasn't looked all that bad in his last three starts. In his, in his, last, in his six starts this season, four of the six have gone under this number. So they've been losing the games, but they've been low scoring. So... I expect another low type scoring game when when I, when I think the games are going to be close I always grab uh the under because I think runs are going to be at a pre uh, limit so I, I like the under here. Yeah, I agree with you. Brian Bellows in that um there's a little group of pitchers we talked about last week who were up early in the season, struggled, have gone away 
um, and come back a second time. We looked really good. Nicola Dolo was one. Reed Detmers was one. Off the top of my head, can't think of a couple of others. Um, George Kirby, although I think he was injured really more than yeah. more than struggled. But the, yeah, the, and this happened at the back end of last season as well. Me and Moon have had a lot of um, success. I remember uh, the Texas pitcher, uh, AJ Alexi. Um, the the rookie who come up and he won games regularly at decent price and Brian Bellow, I think is going to give us a chance here. Uh, Dylan Bundy's going okay, isn't he for Minnesota? You don't get much out of him. You get five, five and a third. I think is the longest he's gone. Uh, doesn't give up many runs in this one. The only problem I've got is just Boston are broken, aren't they? Boston are really struggling. They've got hump tonight um, off Tampa Bay, twelve to four. There, what one three out the last seven. Um, Three out of the last ten, sorry. Yeah, they're both four and six in their last ten. They're both really not doing well. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle. It, if anything, I'd, I'd take Boston here. Just mm. I don't necessarily trust. Um, rather Minnesota. I do. You trust Bundy, but you're not going to get that much out of him. I'm going to go with the the system that proved relatively profitable for us last year, which was to take some of these sort of comeback rookies, uh, if that's a term that I haven't invented. Rookies who were kind of having their second stab um, and that Bellows settled down a bit and I think he can go okay. It's going to be a close game, like you said, yeah. uh, in which case, at a plus 135 price, um, I'll take Boston. Do you uh, think the see. Twins' bats woke up in this giant series? Because today they scored, tw- they're at like eight, nine runs. They scored three yesterday. In the opening, they won nine, nothing. So they, they're scoring some runs now, the Twins. it's Can their pitching hold up? Yeah, you've got a good point there as well. So again, it's another really tricky one, um, Dylan. I know people don't yeah. want to listen to me just saying, this is too hard for me because that's not what we're here for. Uh, but yeah, it's a man, sometimes, and the, do you know what? The people who listen to this show, they handicap this stuff every day as well. Um, and sometimes if it's a head scratcher, it's an absolute head scratcher. So um, 100%. We will move on to an 8-10 Eastern first pitch. This is the only game that's off the board tomorrow. We have no pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates who will take on the Milwaukee Brewers and Corbin Burns. Um, no pitcher at all, no lines at all. Therefore, um, I've got nothing at all. But, I mean, I'll give you Corbin Burns' record of 9-6 and six with 152 and one-third pitch and 190 strikeouts. Struggled in his last five. Um Seven earned runs and three earned runs in his last two starts were both against the Dodgers. Kind of forgivable. Um, but he has got a four earned run effort there against Pittsburgh, actually, five starts ago. So Burns is on the slide a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see if we can get Pittsburgh here at a good price. Pittsburgh got a good win at Philadelphia uh, today. So they are live dogs. A um, bit of a travel spot for them. Um, but early finish today, so it shouldn't make a huge difference. So it'll be interesting to see if we get Pittsburgh at a nice price. Or maybe to keep it close on the run line, get Pittsburgh plus one and a half. But I'd want to see the picture. Uh, Dylan, anything on this? Uh, I'm think I, I'm seeing now JT Brewbreaker. Okay, the ace. For, yeah, yeah, the ace. Three and eleven, <laughs> four thirty nine ERA. Uh, and on the road, he's actually pitched better. I know he's zero and seven on the road, but he has a serviceable ERA, three eighty eight on the road, and batters are only hitting two fifty off of him. So it's better than at home. He he's three and four at home with a five oh seven ERA, and batters are hitting two eighty off of him. Uh, he's faced Milwaukee. He's one and two against Milwaukee with a five ERA. He's given up. 
Uh, where is it? He's given up nine runs in 16 innings. The Brewers are only hitting 225 off off of him. So maybe depending on the number, maybe we look at, at an under game. If we get under eight, I like that because I think Corbin Burns could definitely do uh, limit the Pirates bats. And Brewbreaker, he seems like he's been serviceable on the road. Okay, fair enough. Dylan goes with the under. Um, 9.38 Eastern first pitch, the New York Yankees at the LA Angels. Frankie Montas is on the bump for the Yankees. And Jose Suarez, left-handed pitcher, goes for the LA Angels. The Lions are the Yankees minus 175. LA Angels are the home puppy plus 150. Total here is set at eight. Frankie Montas is four and ten on the season, 124 and one third. Pitched 123 punches. Suarez four and six, 419 ERA, 73. Innings, 71 strikeouts. Montas was better last time against the Mets. He had a good start. He was well overdue a good start. He had 6.57 ERA over his last five starts. Uh, 5.82 road ERA on the season. So it's not necessarily a case of him not having settled down in a Yankee uniform because before that, at Oakland, he was struggling on the road as well. Suarez has been steady. Um, I actually picked him up and started him in a couple of fantasy leagues last, last week trying to steal some Wins and ratios. Um, 193 ERA in his last five, but he has given up two, uh, three earned runs in both of his last two starts. And I think that's what he is. That looks like the pitcher. I think he'd overperformed ever so slightly before that. Um, so five, six innings, three earned runs is exactly what you're going to get out of Suarez. Um, I think that as bad as the Angels have been, um, they have just swept the Blue Jays, as we said. They can score a few runs. So uh, Suarez is going to give up a few. Um, the Angels can get a few off Montas. Pass it over to that Angels bullpen, which is struggling. I think they've lost um, Ryan Tapera. Um, now, the fact that you're saying Ryan Tapera is going to be a loss tells you how bad they are in the first place. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I'm going to take the over 80, Adelaide. Yeah, we're we're going head to head. Give me the under. Another underplay for me, Malcolm. Uh, I made my total 7.6. Now, Jose Suarez, he may not seem like a good guy to back, but if you look at his last five starts, he hasn't allowed more than three runs in any of those games. Now, Frankie Montes has been hot and cold since coming to the Yankees, but he did face the Angels twice while pitching with the A's. Both those games went under the number, and he's only given up two runs combined. So the the Yankees, they've been in a lot of low-scoring games this past week. Four of the five games have gone under this number. They went under today. So another spot where I think runs will be at a minimum. So give me the under eight. Okay, so we take the opposite sides again. Absolutely no help to anyone there, Dylan. Um, we we, we so, gave out a winner, though. One of them. But yeah, very good. Yes, it's up to the listeners. Little uh, puzzle. Put it together yourself, people. Um, run your pool. I, I was on Run Your Pool today. I had my first look at the um, NFL Week 1 slate to see if I could make my survivor picks. Um, and I couldn't, is the answer. I came away no uh, no wiser than when I entered. But Run Your Pool is the place I was looking at them. They, uh, it's the home of competition. They offer every different type of game, pick'em, survivors, fantasy pools. It is a one-stop shop. So with the NFL season right around the corner, get involved over there. The SGPN NFL Survivor Contest, um, $500 cash and $250 gift certificate to the winner um, is free to play. So sign up to that at play.runyourpool.sgpn. That's play.runyourpool.sgpn. Next up, 
9.40 Eastern first pitches, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ranger Suarez, um, left-handed pitcher for Philly. And another lefty, Madison Bumgarner, will take the ball for Arizona. Phillies are minus 180. Arizona plus 155. Totally ever set at nine, Dylan. Uh, Ranger Suarez has been going well. Yeah, absolutely. But I just drew a whole f- brain fart because I capped this as Zach Gallen. Oh, okay. And now Madison Bumgarner is going. But, uh, I mean, I, I took the home puppy with uh, the Diamondbacks. I got a plus 155, and I also took the under nine. I feel like that's too many runs, but... Like I said, I kept this Zach Gallen versus Ranger Suarez, so I guess I'll just give you what I got. Uh, I, like I said, I set my total at 7.3. Uh, I just really like Zach Gallen in this spot, and I know the Phillies, re- they are playing good baseball right now, but uh, Gallen, he's won six of his last seven home games. He hasn't allowed a single run in f- his last four. As for Ranger Suarez, he's been great on the road, 6-1, and one, 241 ERA. His last three starts on the road, all three games have gone under. I, I think we see a really good pitching matchup, even with Bumgarner going. I, I think this is a good pitching matchup. No, it's it's Gallen. I think you're right. Right? Okay. I, I know I'm not going crazy. So, yeah, give me the under and give me the home puppy. Um, I've just cast my eyes over to the television set where Sky Sports are replaying Alan St. Maximin's magnificent equalising goal for Newcastle today. Uh, you need to get, when you get off here, Dylan, you need to go and see it. Absolute yeah. worldy. Sweet right foot volley crashed into the bottom corner. Um, hence my, uh, I'm having a little ginger wine here. I got this bottle of ginger wine last night, Dylan, because I thought I would treat myself. Um, I was I had to do the guillotine draft last night with the DJs. Yeah. We'd start at 2 a.m. Captain Insano and all those awful people made me draft it two in the morning. That's but awful. I thought this was non-alcoholic. Um, and I poured myself a glass, took one sip, and it's clearly very alcoholic. So I had to pour it back in the bottle because there was no way I would have still been awake at 4 a.m. drafting 19th choice wide receivers if I'd managed to drink my ginger wine. So I poured it back in the bottle, and now I'm drinking it tonight. Uh, celebrating that one. One in ten. Oh, it's beautiful, mate. It's like an angel crying on your tongue, Dylan. Oh, that's nice. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, I had Mad uh, Mad Bum going here. He was giving up a gazillion runs, and I was going to take um, Philly on the run line. Um, Zach Gallen is a completely different prospect, and Ranger Suarez. Is, I've been really pleased with because there was a point in the season, there was a tipping point where I thought he was going to go a little bit sour, and he hasn't. He um, regathered himself and has come out firing again. So I absolutely agree with you that Zach Gallen and um, Ranger Suarez can go under here. Uh, the total set at nine. That's way too high as well. Um, I don't know if that nine's still on the uh, on the Mad Bum handicap, but if you can see a nine kicking around, um, I would uh, if you if you're in the live stream or um, I would get that as soon as humanly possible because that under looks like a gigantic number. And uh, next up is the last game on the card here. Um, the San Diego Padres at the San Francisco Giants. Uh, this is a 9.45 Eastern first pitch. Mike Clevenger for San Diego and the lefty Carlos Rodon for the Giants. Uh, San Diego plus 125. The Giants minus 145. The total yet is set at seven. Clevenger is four and five on the season. Uh, 3.59 ERA. He's pitched 80 and one third with 70 strikeouts. 
Carlos Rodon is 12 and 6 at 281 ERA, 147 in a third pitch, 189 strikeouts. That's a lot. Clement has been inconsistent, but he's settling in. Um, he had a late start of the season. He's up to 80, in 80 innings pitch now. And without being spectacular, he's settled down. So he'll have a, he'll have a decent month and then he'll be looking to uh, get a full season out of Clevenger next year. Uh, Rodon's just getting better and better. 144 ERA in his last five. He's only given up more than one earned run once in that span as well. It's going to be a low scoring game. There's something weird going on with the Padres. I don't know what they're playing at. I don't know where they ended up tonight. They were having a little bit of a fight back, but at one point they were getting spanked by the Kansas. Oh, sorry. They're now getting spanked even more. They're getting beat 12 to 6 by the Kansas City Royals. So have the bases loaded in the bottom of the eight. So that could get even worse. But they were 5 1 down after the first inning. And the Kansas City Royals had trotted out easily tonight. Who, when we handicapped him, was one of the worst starters in the game. Um, the Padres are one of the most head scratching teams around at the moment. Just looking at their record. I mean, it's 5-5 five and five in the last 10. Um, but they're way, way, way um, behind the LA Dodgers. They just haven't been competitive. I can't quite work out uh, what the Padres have been up to. This looks to me like a good spot for the Giants. It's not a great price. Minus 145. I'd be interested to see what your prices were. But it's going to be low scoring and the Giants can get the better of this one. Um, yeah, so minus 145 for me, Dylan. Yeah, same play for me, minus 145 with the Giants. I actually made the Giants a minus 160 favorite. I think you're spot on. I think this is just a good spot for him at home. I think they have the pitching advantage with Rodon on the mound. He's been incredible at home, 6-1, and one, 186 ERA. He's faced the Padres twice now, and the last time he was able to go the full game, nine innings, only one run, three hits. Both games were very low-scoring games. I do lean under as well. I know the Giants are struggling, but coming back home after that long road trip, I, I think this, like you said, this is just a good spot for them to bounce back. little chalky at minus 145, but I do like the Giants here. Okay, so uh, that was it. Cheeky little half an hour on an eight-game Monday slate. We'll give you the lock and dog picks uh, in a moment after I've just tell you about Sleeper, Sleeper and their overall under game. Uh, you will be aware of Sleeper and the NFL Fantasy app. I'm sure you use it as at least 4 million other people do as well. Uh, but the overall under game is the first um, sports contest game built into that fantasy experience. You can win a few quid by picking your players, picking your props. Um, and then if you're right, you can win from two to 20 times the money that you put in by being right on those. Um, so to join our listener group on Sleeper, uh, you need to go to sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, Dylan, lock and dog. I am really, really struggling. I need you to give me 45 seconds here to uh, to try and land on something. And um, I promise I won't copy you, but I need some inspiration to show me how it's done. Yeah, I got you. So for my lock, we'll go to the game I just mentioned. It's a little chalky, I know. Minus 145, though. I really like the Giants here. Rodon, I think he, like uh, Malcolm said, uh, Musgrove, he, or Clevenger, excuse me, he's been very shaky, very inconsistent. Not a guy I really want to back on the road either. So I like Rodon at home. I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Giants. As for my dog, this is the last game we talked about. Give me the snakes here if Zach Allen is pitching. 
If Zach Allen isn't pitching, I'd probably lay off the game. Uh, I like Zach Allen here at home, though, 9-2, and two, and he's just been dealing. He, what was it? Uh, two, 241 in his last three starts. All the games have gone under. I just think this game screams 3-1, 3-0. So I, I think he's going to be able to limit the Phillies. So get, And it's a travel spot here for the Phillies as well. So give me, give me the D-backs here. Okay, well, for my luck, I'm going to stay with the same game. And since um, you've redirected me towards Zach Gallen on this one, I think that under is a great play. Um, I really like what Suarez has been doing at the moment. But yeah, you can't argue with Gallen at all. Um, you see a little travel sport, so everyone's just a little bit quieter. It could be a slow burner. Diamondbacks don't score many anyway. So the under nine for me is a luck. And for my dog... Um, I'm not going to give you much of an explanation here. Give me the Chicago Cubs at plus 190 uh, to go and win at the Toronto Blue Jays. No idea what Assad's going to do. Um, but I think any team at that price against the Blue Jays, as much as we've talked about them uh, and we've just sort of laughed and joked about me putting them, um, where did I have them? 10th, I think, in my power mm-hmm. ranking, somewhere like that. Um they have just been swept by the LA Angels. The Cubs come in, a similar team. We don't know what we're going to get from Assad. If Assad could keep them quiet, if he can replicate his four scorers and put them in the game, Berrios could blow up. We could, the, the Cubs could win this. Uh, plus 190 uh, looks like a really fun bet. So maybe have a couple of slices of pizza on that one. And that is it. Um, thank you, Dylan. That was fun. Short and sweet. Yes, sir. Uh for me, going on the rest of the night, um, probably watch Sunday Night Baseball, new House of Dragons, Game of Thrones going on. I don't know if you, you watch any of that, but a uh, new episode tonight, it's incredible. No, the um, the IT department really likes that. So, um, in fact, she already asked, because it's on overnight. Yeah. Um, she already asked. She asked me if I would stay in bed in the morning. Um <laughs> just out the way so she could watch it because yeah. it's a holiday here tomorrow it's a bank holiday tomorrow oh, nice. um so everyone's got monday off so she i mean it's not a bad request i'll at least stay in bed it's not a problem so she's already planned just to keep me out the way just stay in bed just she's gonna, stay. yeah so she can watch uh, the it department can watch house of dragons um I'm going to have another glass of ginger wine. I'm going to watch Match of the Day, which is the uh, football, and watch that glorious equaliser again. And I will also watch some uh, Sunday night baseball. Braves at the cards, innit? Yeah, yeah, should be a good game. Because I'll, uh, I'll have to stay up late if I've got an enforced lion in the morning because I'm not allowed to get out of bed. So. Hopefully the um, Cardinals win. I believe, Dylan, we, there's a, we need a little build-up here because I think Newcastle play Liverpool on Tuesday, you know. Mm. Uh, Moonaf's already started needling me. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the Slack chat. So I'll just, uh, 31st of August. Yeah, that's Tuesday, isn't it? it yeah, is it uh, the 31st is Wednesday? Okay, there you go. Um, yes. is there, are there lines up? Um, no, I haven't seen any yet. I already, I didn't realise there was games, midweek games. It's not very often we have a, we have APL midweek. They're normally free. So, um, yeah, it's at Anfield, it's at Liverpool. So, I would tell Newcastle will be about eight to one. We'll be plus plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred. Liverpool will be about minus yeah, three, so minus I got three thousand. Right, okay. Uh, I reckon. So give me mi- minus three hundred Liverpool. Uh, the draw will be plus four hundred Newcastle, plus eight fifty. Wow, you you're you're so sharp. 
Liverpool minus 340, draw plus 435, Newcastle plus 800. There we go. Yeah, um, you're the man. <laughs> Well, I mean, it'll be fun anyway. So that's um, that's at eight o'clock, and we we record straight after that. So either um, I've got a feeling you and Moonaf could be getting stuck right into me when uh, maybe you <laughs> used up all your goals yesterday because Liverpool won nine nothing yesterday. So hopefully you've used up all your goals. That's just the ways that you use up all your goals one day, and then yeah. you won't be able to score on Wednesday night. Oh well, that'll be fun. Um, look forward to that. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks everyone uh, for joining us. Good luck with your punting week Monday. It's a new week, uh, so we'll get up that hill together. Um, Until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers.